Hi, welcome back to Selection with Taylor Peart. Um, this is episode three, and um, in this episode, I'll be looking at skepticism, uh, theories of truth, and um, knowledge and perception. So, now I hope you guys are doing well and staying safe. Um, yeah, so let's get right into it. Um, so skepticism, as you can, as you can, um, you could probably guess by the word skepticism, it has the word skeptic in it, or you know you're you might be familiar with the term to be skeptical and in being skeptical of something you are uncertain you're kind of um reserved um you know and if it's in a case where you say you know you're skeptical of someone uh you might be wondering about the person you know like i said before um uncertain so to define skepticism, it is a skeptical attitude. Skepticism is a theory of um, a theory that that knowledge cannot be certain, or that certain knowledge is impossible. And so, a skeptic is a person that questions whether it is possible to know anything for certain. And so, in this theory, you know, skeptics they don't blindly reject every information because skeptics believe that or they think that you should not believe in anything and so in in not believing in anything you it reduces the likelihood of you being wrong about something so they prefer it that way and so it's not that they go into things um, blindly, just saying, "Oh, I don't believe this," and um, and nothing is certain and nothing is true or anything like that. But it's more the opposite of that, where they have an open mind towards um, certain things in life or towards things in life, but they only accept things that. Had things that have been heavily scrutinized and where you know there are many publications and many researches and and stuff like that to support whatever the topic is you know so yeah that's just giving an um, an overview of what skepticism is and what it means to be skeptical and so um like I said, you know, they don't think that you should believe in anything or they don't believe in in anything so as to reduce, you know, the likelihood of being wrong. Um, um, empirical belief. Let's talk a little bit about that. So empirical belief is how you come to know something through your senses. So, you know, you taste, smell, hearing, touch, all of that. And... Um, um, you could actually find fault in in, 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 in with with your senses 
you know because the skeptics they believe that everything that you believe can be disproved so your beliefs can be false and so um you'll realize that with with your sensor with with your sense um with your senses you could actually they could they could be wrong so let's say for example you know um you say a specific baker's bread doesn't have any smell and so if you think about the situation a change in situation can make you realize that you know something is false whereas you say oh the bread doesn't have any smell but everybody else says you know of course it does it smells it smells great like you know how fresh bread smells like you know it's that that scent that you know but um a change in situation could be that you're recovering from the flu and so you know when you get sick your sense of smell is not on point it's not as it should be or as it normally would be and so that could cause a flaw in you believing that this bakery this specific bakery's bread has no smell at all um so you know that's what skepticism looks at you know it says that there can be um false beliefs so any belief in other words any belief can be proven to be false and so speaking about um looking at philosopher david hume uh he is actually one of the biggest skeptics right um and he speaks about relations of idea and relations of ideas is is something that it has to be true right and so let's take for example um a square uh i'm trying to explain this as best as i can like or at you know yeah so a square has four sides one two three four right and so you know that and it ha- and it's true and let's say one plus one equals two you know let's use that example so yes one plus one is two and it doesn't matter what situation you're in whatever world you live on or you know wherever you reside a square will always have four sides and one plus one will always equal two so this is something that is true it's certain you know and the situation it doesn't it doesn't matter and so a quote from david hume he says that propositions of this kind are discoverable um are discoverable by the mere operations of thought without dependence on what is existence existent in the world so you know it says it's discoverable by mere operations of thought so this is your thought you know the square it has uh, four sides um one plus one equal two and it is without dependence on what exists in the world so whatever exists in the world or doesn't exist in the world a square will always have four sides and one plus one will always be equal to two moving on looking at um matter of fact you know he speaks about that the um david hume 
and this matter of fact it contrasts with relations of idea relations of ideas right in terms of what it takes to know them so with with um like i spoke about relations of idea takes the operation is just the operation of thought and so let me give you an example so with matter of fact let's say well i have two lovebirds right like the actual lovebirds as my pets and um you could say that i don't have them but i actually do like i do own lovebirds um so the operation of thought is in this case it's not enough to determine the truth so in this scenario saying that i have lovebirds you would have to actually come or do some research you know make some observations and you will have to then determine if i do actually have lovebirds but if it was like well the square you know the square it remains regardless of whatever the situation is you know you could say well then it doesn't have four sides but it really does no matter what and so this is just something that's um saying that i have two lovebirds like it's not something that's that's set out there in the world that it just is no matter what you know it's something that you have to do some research to, to actually be certain of and be sure but just saying you know i actually own lovebirds i have a pair <laughs> okay um so now you know going along um i'm gonna speak about the theories of truth and so you might you know you might thinking about knowledge you know epistemology in general like you might wonder or think when you hear the word truth you know like what really is truth because at this point learning about uh knowledge and beliefs and justified true beliefs and if s knows that p and all of that you know it's a lot it's, it's really a lot to take in but if you think about um if you think about it well um truth just simply put is is um what's it's what is what is you know it's what is real it's it's something or it exists you know so um uh, let's say um let's say my lovebirds you know let's use them again so we we'll look at the correspondence theory of truth and we'll use the birds as an example so the correspondence theory of truth it says that belief is true if and only if it corresponds with something that exists in the world right so um i believe that i have lovebirds and um it is true because 
in this case you know enter in the context of the correspondence theory of truth it they exist in the world you know so um that's that truth you know the birds exist and i believe that i have them i believe that they're mine and that belief corresponds with their existence in the world i hope that is <laughs> i hope that's not too confusing um um another example you know it, <laughs> if we if if just in case the bird scenario was a bit um um unclear um let's say there is coffee in my mug you know because i'm a big coffee lover let's just use that and i could do with a cup right now um belief that it is there you know because i see it in my mug so let's say i have it you know i have it right here and it's it's in my mug um there's coffee in my mug and the mug exists in the world the coffee exists as well so you know this would be reflective of the correspondence theory of the truth and so let's look at the second theory um the coherence theory of truth and this says that um belief is true if it coheres with a body of the statements with a body of the of of other all the statements that we take to be true so looking back at the same coffee mug scenario there is coffee in my mug and so for something to cohere with something you know it it's almost like you say um if something adheres to something you know it conforms it um it's um um what would you say it conforms you know so yes belief is true if it coheres with a body with with a body of the uh, of all the statements that we take to be true and so you know that the coffee is in my mug it fits it fits in with my belief because it's a true statement and so let's break it down to understand it so if we should if we should look at the statement itself and to say why it's true with um this let's split it up you know and try and or dissect it and try and understand so take for example first um there's a cup you know so that is true so i have the cup here and that's true and inside the cup the coffee exists so the, the the inside of the cup is filled with the coffee you know and then there is also the coffee itself it's there in the cup and so all of these things in my belief they're true right because the cup is here there's a, the cup has an inside and the, the the coffee is in there it exists in 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 that space and time in the cup 
and the coffee itself is there right and it's my belief that the coffee is in my mug or cup and um all that belief it coheres with everything in the statement that i hold to be true or that i think is true so um yes that's what the coherence theory um stipulates and so the last theory um of truth is the pragmatic theory of truth and so um John Dewey says truth is what work and philosopher and and also American psychologist um William James he says that truth is what is useful right and it has and what is believed and truth is what is useful and has practical value in our lives right so the cup holds my coffee you know in terms of what john dewey said truth is what work the cup holds my coffee you know it doesn't have any holes um it's not it don't have any cracks it's not broken or anything you know it holds my coffee it works it's um it's functional you know so to speak and um what william james said you know truth is what is useful you know ha- having practical value in our lives and like i said the cup it it it, it holds my coffee and for it in its usefulness it is helpful to me you know as it is it it serves as a mode of transportation for the coffee to my mouth so that i can drink it you know so it it is a helpful um i don't want to say device because you know but it is a helpful commodity <laughs> let's just say it's helpful okay so yeah and so in in closing on the theory of truth we could say well you know close with by I'll close on that topic by saying true ideas are those that we can assimilate you know and by that i mean um ideas that we can use true ideas are those that we can we can use and so yeah good so now i'll be looking at knowledge and perception right perception is a source of knowledge because it is a source of justified true beliefs about the world around us right and um plato thinks that knowledge and perception um well in his book that i cannot pronounce the theos or 
Eitetos. <laughs> I still cannot pronounce that word. Um, in his, in his book, he tried to um, kind of separate the two because it is said that knowledge and perception are equivalent; that they're the same. I guess maybe you know, tried to he tried to give some sort of individuality or identity separate identity to both you know um so the difference the difference is knowledge is knowing about something while perception is the way that we interpret you know or form our ideas or um just overall how we understand sensory information it's how we receive sensory information or what we make of the sensory information. So, you know, how we choose to um, view it, you know, how we choose to, to receive and understand it, interpret, you know. Um, it is said that perception is... is a lower level of well it has a lower level of complexity than knowledge because knowledge knowledge um has more of a discursive thought process or it it requires more of a discursive um thought process meaning deeper thinking you know where while perception is simply um sensory awareness you hear something, so it's how you perceive the sound. You smell something; it's um, it smells bad to me, but you know it smells good to you. Take for example a cologne. You know, um, personally, I don't like too much of the musky um, perfumes or colognes, um, but they might smell good to you. You might like that. You know, I have a friend; she she likes the um, she likes that kind of musky scent, and I don't. Um, so that's, you know, that's, that's how I interpret the scent. It's, 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 it's too strong for me. It's too pungent, but you could like it. And just like my friend likes it, you know, um, how you view things, you might think, well, purple is ugly and I might really like it. It might be my favorite color and so on and so forth. Um, yeah so perception is is pretty much it's a source of knowledge because it is a source of justified true beliefs you know like i said um before and so you could see that in what i just in what i just said about you know um the sensory information pretty much it plays a part in it, kind of like when I discussed um, knowledge and belief in in um, selection episode two. That's the previous episode um, where I said that you know belief. It's like you have a belief, and then you know looking into that belief or trying to understand it or. Um, acting on that belief and then executing whatever that belief is or just finding out more about it, it then um, 
it then moves from belief into something that you know it then becomes um, knowledge and so saying that perception is a source it's not exactly the same thing but how you perceive something and how you choose to understand it and so on it helps to formulate what you come to know or how you come to know something in other words so um you know we understand knowledge by understanding how how it comes to be right and of course there are many ways that knowledge comes to be and but perception plays a role here because you know like i said it's a basic source of 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 knowledge um so personally i wouldn't say that they're the same and i don't think that anyone really said that they're the same well perhaps by saying it's equivalent that's that's probably what that means but i think that they play personally i think that they play a role in each other or with each other saying perception is a source of knowledge you know like i just explained um it goes it goes with with beliefs as well you know saying that um i believe that this cologne is too strong you know that's my perception of it and like we we discussed um previously you know we we spoke about how belief is a psychological state it is what we hold to be true to ourselves and so me saying that the the the, the cologne is too strong that's my belief that's my personal opinion that that's how i choose to interpret that specific scent you know so so yeah um i think they go hand in hand the perception plays a role in it plays a pivotal role in knowledge to, to me in my understanding you know so yeah i think that's all i have to reflect on you know that's my selection for today um it's been it's been pretty cool selecting um like always i hope this has been informative um yeah that's all i can actually hope for um so this is the end of episode three of my collection you know i have just one more episode that will speak about um um artificial uh, <laughs> artificial intelligence and epistemology in retrospect so you know you'll want to stay tuned for that one um that will be episode four and that would be 
the final episode of my collection so yeah bye for now <laughs>